0: Hey, how's it going, everyone? It's the Hook Better Leads podcast. Today, we're talking to Dave Sullivan. How's it going, man?
1: Great, Tim. How are you? Thanks for having me on.
0: Absolutely. I'm doing well. And today, we're talking about beginning with the end in mind and knowing your numbers as a contractor. Uh, Dave has been hosting the roofing show and actually talking to a ton of roofing businesses. He, He works with them on the problems. He consults with them. Talk to us a little bit about uh, just, you know, this wild journey of hosting this podcast. You guys, you know, have a lot of listeners and stuff like that. How, how has it been um, consulting and, and doing this podcast?
1: Well, it's been great. I was a contractor out here in uh, uh, Northern California for 30 years, roofing contractor. And I sold my business and retired. Got a little um, bored, wanted to get reconnect with the industry. Some of my friends... So back then I listened to, this is, this is going back a good three years. I listened to a lot of podcasts and there were no podcasts for the roofing contractor, how to, how to build your roofing business. So I started this podcast called the roofer show and Just to kind of get going, reconnect. I'd have some of my um, friends on as guests. Uh, It's about, you know, bringing on attorneys, accountants type of thing on how to build your business. So I started doing that and now here I am, episode, I don't don't know, 225 or so. So it's going great and I got that going and then I just started out from the request of a lot of my um,
0: listeners was to do one-on-one coaching. So I'm doing that it's all great. I think that's a great mindset if you, for anyone out there, whoever, if you ever do get into a podcast, just this mindset of like, if you're doing it to connect with people, it's a great connector. Like it is, you know, it's a good referral tool, to be honest. It's a good, um, there's a lot of opportunity to just like network with, with podcast. I'm, to be honest, man, I network with podcasts. I get free coaching through podcasting. I got, I love podcasting for this reason. Like, and yes, we get some audience and Um, downloads and watches on YouTube and stuff. But hey, like just the connections and like the things I learned personally from this has been huge for me.
1: Oh, yeah. There's dozens of podcasts now. And they most of them are great, you know, and you can get so much value out of that. Uh, All of this free information. If you take the time to listen uh, to the podcast, watch YouTube videos, it's -hmm. all out there. It will help you run your business.
0: Yeah. And it's funny because I think people jump to courses and like stuff like that. And like, you know, Hey, I sell services, you sell consulting, like there's stuff going on. We want to sell our stuff. But at the same time, like people think you have to buy crazy, like thousand dollar courses or stuff. Like even, you know, us as individuals, (laughs) like look at our free stuff first, we're giving away, like our point of this podcast is to give away as much as we possibly can of value. So like, I think a great place to start is to do some of the, you know, the free stuff on a person that you're thinking about working with first and kind of get their mindset and, and then, and then maybe, you know, do the next thing and do a course or something like that. Um, sure.
1: But I've I, got keep... uh, you, you know, I was just going to say I've got a lot of uh, old dusty um, seminar manuals out there that haven't, <laughs> that
0: I haven't looked at in years. Yeah yeah you're right no i mean and there's basically just this idea there's just so much free awesome information out there and Mm -hmm. um okay so i i know that you're passionate about this how can a contractor start with the end in mind i love this idea but talk to us about that
1: well what i do is business planning so the first thing i always start with is the end it's your destination where are you trying to go And then that way we can come back, develop a roadmap, reverse engineer a plan to get us there. So that's the first thing. And that may be different for different people. I mean, if you're starting up in the construction business, you know, it's just making it through those first two years, which is your end, because statistically, you're probably not going to do it. But if you're in your 50s, you need to start thinking about an exit strategy. And that takes years to think about. So maybe that's your end or bringing your family in. Well, we've got to think about that and come up with a plan now. We've got to get people trained, put your business into a saleable position because most people just close the doors, walk away, no value because there's there's nothing there. So that's our if, if that's our end, we can design a plan to get us there.
0: So you're not talking about, you know, I had a very smart construction lawyer one time tell me like, what is that? What is that? And it scared the shit out of me, to be honest. I was like, <laughs> what is it? Oh, you know, I'm like 25 or something. And he's being nice and consulting with me a little bit. And he's like, said that. And I was like, ah, ah, like, I think I want to be on a beach somewhere, maybe one day, yeah, you know, like, yeah. I, I actually don't know, and it is—it kind of is an existential crisis a little bit when you ask it. So, how do you see roofing contract or contractors in general um, react when you when you challenge them on this? Because a lot of us have not defined that end
1: exactly, and that way you're just not going in the right direction. You know, if we're going to go climb that mountaintop over there, we've got to have a direct goal, direct uh, path hopefully somebody that's been there before to help guide us and get us there.
0: But- What's the most common one you see? Like what's the, is it usually sell, selling the business or is it usually like retiring with like a legacy or what is what is the no, all
1: kinds ra- of different things. Rarely. And when you get down to it, it's, it's, it's never looking for looking ahead and figuring building your business to be saleable. And wow. which is why very few construction companies end up in a sales and an exit where you can be sitting on the beach somewhere with a ton of dough, you know, very mm-hmm. rarely does that happen. So they're you're
0: often thinking like in terms of revenue, like I want to be 15 million in revenue or something like that. Is that the most common?
1: That's the most common. Yeah. So go, well, how much, what are you doing now? Well, I'm doing $10, am i am doing $5 million. Okay, you want to do $15 million. First off, are you making money at five? Well, not really. So you want to do 15? Well, if you're not making money at five, you're sure as hell not going to make any money at 15. You're just going to lose it a lot faster. So that's the first thing. And then we ask, okay, why do you want to do that? Well, because everybody talks about growth and everybody says I should be big. And this is the end goal for so many people is to just keep growing. And, again, we just keep, come back to the why. Well, it's usually because I want to make more money. Okay. So let's say I want to make 250 grand. Okay. Fine. What about if we can do that? You're at 5 million now, you're not making any money. How about if we do that at three, we get the business under control. We start making money. We get our, our profits up and there's, Less work to it. There's less risk. It's easier to control and you can make a lot more money. It's not about the size. This is not a business where you make it up in volume. We're not Mm. selling carpets here. These are, it's all about the margin, uh, the gross margin. So it's not about the growth. I want to see a solid foundation first profitable business then we can start growing but until then you've got to have control because what happened and this happened in my case you know we had uh, a big year in growth you don't have the people the qualified people to do the work so you're actually hiring b players and then one thing leads to another all you are is just stressed out more You're not making any more money because you're not in control. So we actually just stepped back and scaled it back a little and got back in our, what I call right-sizing your business, Mm -hmm. where your sweet spot is. And that's different for every contractor. And that's Mm -hmm. really the end is is everybody's just so worried about, you know, talking about growth and that top line. It's all about the bottom line, not the top line.
0: I love that. So what are what are some other key numbers that contractors could be focused on? Is there any other numbers that you'd say besides, I basically, I know what you're saying. You said profit, dude, focus on profit. <laughs> and, but what, what else is, are some key numbers? You know, I basically knowing your numbers is a big theme. It sounds like in a lot of like your coaching and stuff like that. So what are some other numbers that you see people need to focus more on?
1: Well, that it's totally about knowing your numbers and understanding your numbers and too many contractors don't, they don't run their business by the numbers. So the way I look at a construction business is it's like a three-legged stool. Okay. And the three legs, you have to sell work, you have to do work and you have to keep score and each of those legs has to be strong and solid and what tends to happen is let's say we've got like the situation now we've got a ton of sales and we got we sold the work but we can't do the work because we don't have the qualified people or we've got the work we're doing the work but our scorekeeping is not there and we're not getting our bills out because it's going too fast. So all of this has to be in balance. So if we take a look at the numbers, it's you know with the sales is first starting off at the end, what's our sales goal? Okay, then let's say it's a million dollars. Well, we've got to break that down into pieces. We take a look at what's our average job size Okay. That's how many, and then we just divide that in. That's how many jobs we have to do in a year. And you can break that down by month, by week. Now to get those jobs, we need our close rate. Let's say we're, we sell one in three jobs. So every time we go out and make a proposal, we lose two of them. We sell one of them. Okay. Well, how many leads do we need to get those three proposals out? Okay. And we just it just goes back like that. And it's it again starting. And I'm at gonna the add end. one
0: more to that, which is where are we getting the best leads from that totally. have the best close rate? Because you can see there's rotten batches of leads coming in from like let's say a home advisor or something like that. Or you know, maybe you've got like medium leads that are coming in from Facebook ads, and then maybe you've got I tend to think the ripest leads coming in from Google organic, but the point is is like where are your best leads? Or, yeah, the best and the best is the referrals, right? So, mm-hmm. let's let's the lead sources is another one. And what, what, where are you getting your leads? What lead sources are bringing in the most leads? And how much are you spending on those batches? And how much exactly. are you spending per, per lead? The, the scary part about saying it that way is that there's some contractors that are going to say cost per lead. Oh, I need to go out and buy right. a lead per lead. No. I'm what saying like working on, <laughs> yeah, worrying like worrying about the best directions to be pushing on and then figuring out who do you want to be pushing on those directions, mm-hmm. you know, and whether it's an outsource company or you have an internal marketing person or whatever you've got going on, the idea is that this direction works well. Let's push in this direction versus cost per lead because there's a lot of like scammy providers out there that will do, you know, pay per lead model and, and, um, uh, in the end, from my point of view, and I said this on your podcast, I just want to note it here again. My biggest thing is to own your marketing. We want people to own their marketing and to be able to take it with them wherever they go.
1: Just to have that goal, we have to yep. know how many leads we've got to generate. Yes. Yep. You know, and, and everything comes down to knowing those numbers, starting yep. off with a budget of how, much, how many leads do we need to close those
0: X number of jobs. Yep. How do you pre-qualify your leads?
1: Well, this is a big problem and (laughs) is getting my customers to pre-qualify because too many contractors call comes in, they drop everything, they run out and throw a quote out. And the complaint they always have is because, oh, I'm just so busy. So I'm just throwing out numbers. I'm I'm not selling. I don't have a process for selling. And you you, so pre-qualifying it's you have to understand first off who's your ideal customer, who is the person that you're trying to go after and does that call fit? Because let's say out of 10 calls, we're probably going to disqualify a good three because it's not in our fit. It's not in the type of customer that we're looking for. Um, And that's the first thing is you have to understand and define that. We Mm -hmm. spend a lot of time defining that ideal customer coming up with our avatar. And then it's a matter of, okay, where do they hang out? And that's when we get into the marketing, Mm -hmm. you know, but
0: it's a good way to put it. There's
1: there's no point in going out and um, putting out a quote. If these people don't have the money, Uh, or the means to buy your services
0: or they're they're not the type of people that buy premium stuff right like that's okay that's okay if you know that but having a process up front basically you're saying criteria have some criteria a lot of these guys don't have criteria yet right
1: and you have to understand who that's going to be because the reason you don't have time uh, where you're always scrambling is because you're not you're not pre-qualifying at all. You have to define that. So, okay, are we going to even take this? No, uh, this doesn't fit into our customer. So we're going to pass on that. So now we're making fewer proposals, but we're more targeted on who we're making those to. So our close rate is going to go up. And this is, this is what's so important now we're not, we have fewer proposals to put out. We can spend more time with the customer or pr- our prospect in our sales process. And we go through all of the, you know, the, taking the time to ask the right questions to learn how to sell and sell the job. Now, going yeah, back to the, yeah. so back to the pre-qualification, we use um, a project discovery sheet. So rather than just talking to somebody on the phone and just kind of rattling it off, we use a, a, a discovery sheet that has all these questions that we want to find out. And you start off by, uh, do you have five, 10 minutes where we can talk about this, pro- you know, make sure that it's a good fit for us? Because if it's not a good fit, let's start off with that right now. So it's asking the type of questions. What type of, you know, what's your problem? you know, what's your experience with construction projects, what's worked, what hasn't, what have been your problems. So it's really getting an idea, it's asking yeah. the questions, and only spending the time with those that are qualified to buy your services.
0: Yeah, I think that's the mindset of like using marketing and sales as a filtering mechanism, not just an attraction mechanism. Mm-hmm. And once you do that, it's funny, it gets more effective, right? Like it's when, sure. when you get sure. selective, your marketing and sales gets effective. I'm gonna use that. No, no, just kidding. I don't know, but it does get effective because people can see that you have criteria and sure. that you really you want you want uh, to work with people that you feel like you can knock it out of the park for. Exactly. Uh, this is what like
1: we that. do. I mean, the riches are in the niches. I tell every you know, I want to niche down and do what it is that we do well and we make the most profits. We, we don't want to be everything to everybody. And I see too many contractors, they're doing doors and windows, roofing, anything. Well, they're losing money on the doors. Okay, so scrap that. It's sucking your time. Let's focus on what we do well and whatever that is. And we're going to make sure that those are the people that we're attracting that want that service. And that way we can focus on our marketing because we are the absolute best gutter installer, for instance, in the area. That's what we do. That's what we specialize. If you need gutters, you want to call us.
0: That's a perfect segue into, are there any other levers that you've seen that you can use uh, to get your margins up? Well, as I
1: said before, The margins are everything. And there is so much you can, you know, it's all about the gross profit margin. So we $10,000, we sell a job for, and let's say 6,000 are used in our labor materials, permits, et cetera. We've got $4,000 left over or 40%. Now, if we can raise that to 50%, that's awesome. That means we don't have to do the vol- as much volume. That means we're getting our time back. We're not stressed out. We're not trying to come up with cash, you know, and all the problems that go with that. So it's a huge advantage. So the first thing is raise your prices. Okay. <laughs> Almost every contractor I work with, I tell them, the first thing you do raise your prices 10%. Well, no, I can't do that. Well, have you ever tried? Okay, they try and they go, you know? I haven't lost any business, nobody said anything. Great. Get your margins, get your prices up. That's the first thing is contractors yeah. don't charge enough for their services. So, and 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 learn to sell, you know, learn the skills so you can go get those prices. So you can differentiate between your competitors you can show them why you're different show them why you're better but you have to know how to sell you have to have a process to do that
0: that and i love what you're saying is basically like if you are selective then you can really give the love and attention to the real and best prospects
1: yeah really can and you know it's all about you know one of the one of the biggest complaints i get is you know i just don't have time i'm working 80 hours a week I'm working weekends. I never see my family. You know, my spouse is all pissed off because I'm not there. Well, yeah, that's because you're running around in circles, putting out fires all day. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about those levers, we look at There, you know, first off, you know, sell to the right people, get your price that you need to make a good profit. And then we're going to do the work and that's controlling the, the job. And that starts with knowing our numbers again. And we've got, here's how I sold it. I have, you know, 10 man days, for instance, I'm going to talk to the foreman that's going to do the job before we're going to come up with an agreement. Can you do it for 10 man days? There's no way you're dreaming. Well, now we got a problem, but you've got to start off with an agreement. Okay. Here's our budget. This is what we're going to shoot for okay otherwise it's just here go do this and we have no idea what we end up with does that make sense it's just not controlling the jobs and that starts off with a pre-construction meeting we're going to go out there and we're going to dial this thing in and we're going to hit our numbers we're going to hit our margins we're going to have far less problems on the job
0: all of that and lastly how do you get more time back as a business owner well, as we say, you know,
1: I'm working 80 hours a week and I'm just running around in circles. Well, it's getting back in control. And that comes from our systems and processes for every part of our business. We talked about the sales and pre-qualifying uh, our our prospects. That's a big one because you're running around putting out quotes and your your close rates suck because you're not spending the time. And you're just you're, 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 you're spending your time running around instead of spending your time with the customer. So that's the first thing. The second thing is, just as we said, not having a pre-job on that project, now we've got constant screw ups at the job. So here they're trying to make sales, but they got a problem on the job. so smaller contractors, they've got to run out take care of the customer problems, try to get these things done. And it's all the same screw-ups that happen over and over Mm. again. And by having a process, which is really just a checklist, here is how we do it every time. And we're going to eliminate all these fires. And that's really what it comes down to is having control, having a business plan intentional that we know what we're going to do. And this is, this is what we work on and you do get your time back. You feel more in control. You're, you run your business with more confidence and that's a big one. And you don't have to spend as much time and you're making more money.
0: Where's the problem? <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. I think you're absolutely right. I want to give you an opportunity uh, Talking about business plans, you have like a one-page business plan on your website that you're giving away, correct?
1: Yeah. What? What? You know, I've always uh, in my business, one I've always had a consultant and a a business coach to help me along. But what we did every year, we'd go on a retreat, and I ran a pretty large company, so we'd bring our key people in. We would put together our annual business plan, and It was a big production, very expensive, you know, spent a lot of money doing this. And now that I'm working with the smaller contractors, how do we do that? Well, and what I found was it's not so much the plan itself, the written plan, which we end up with, but it's that process of planning that we go through. And that's where we talk about, you know, we talked about the end in mind. We talk about getting our sales numbers. What do those look like? How are we going to get to our destination? And that's, and just talking about it is, is huge. Really thinking this through what can go wrong? I mean, here we are coming into 2021 with COVID. What's going to happen? Well, we don't really know. So we better have a plan A and plan B and plan C. <laughs> with whatever happens. So what I did, uh, it, you know, contractors complain as well, you know, it's it's too expensive, it's too cumbersome, I don't know how to get started with business planning. And so what I've done, I've come up with a one, simple, one page business plan, which is gonna go through a lot of the things that we talked about, identifying our ideal customer, how you do that, what makes you different and uh, better than your competition, all of these things and laying this out, getting in balance. And this is something you can do in two or three hours um, to get started. And that's what I call the one page business plan. It's just a free giveaway that I have. It's a download. You can go to my website at theroofershow.com, pick it up and it'll get you going. Just, just thinking about the, you know, the, yeah. the, the things that we're talking
0: about. Simple. I always loved tools like this and things like this because I I actually personally really enjoy doing like filling these types of things out and getting just my brain thinking a little bit bigger vision what's the what's like you said like what's the what's the ultimate long-term goal here I find those things actually very energizing to do so I think everyone should check that out if they get a chance Um, and you kind of this this uh, other call to action which it says you know if you need a business coach uh, if you're a contractor who's in need of a business coach certainly um, you know think about this as an option um, the root you also have like coaching services there and yeah I just want to make sure that if anyone hasn't checked out your podcast yet that's listening to my podcast go check his out the root for show on Apple podcasts and um is there any other things you want to share as far as um... Well that
1: the, yeah the, the the show is just really all about its it's either interviews and what I do is I throw in my experience because once you learn from other people's mistakes and other people's experience yeah. rather than your own it's a lot easier a lot less painful And that's what we talk about. And I did this for 30 years. So I've got a few stories to tell. I like to tell stories and hopefully it's, well, I, I, it's helpful to contractors. And what Mm -hmm. I do is just one-on-one coaching. It's very similar to what we're doing here. We start talking about, you know, problems that you're having. It's a good sounding board. And if anybody's interested in that, just click the big button, you know, it's a free call for 30, 45 minutes. We'll talk about strategy, uh, what's going on in your business and whether I can help or not. And again, is it a good fit? If it is, right.
0: The thing I love about having business coaches and consultants is that they're applying, you know, it's, it's all well and good to listen to as much stuff as you possibly can from a generic, you know, the, we can share as much as we can, but until somebody zooms in on your business, here's all the context. It's hard to know what to do next. You can tell one thing to one business owner over here, but then you're compensating for some problems in their business or, or playing to their strengths. And then in another business over here, you tell them something completely different because it's all about context and- um, yeah. That's so, not, yeah, and We we can have all the
1: knowledge in the world, but it's all about yeah. implementation. Yeah. Do you implement these things? Are you yeah. moving forward? And having somebody, it's it's part of it's being um, uh, an accountability partner where, <laughs> hey, I'm keep your feet to the fire because you have to continue to make progress.
0: It's mm-hmm. like having
1: that final exam out there, you know, I know mm-hmm. I got a you know, get it. I've got a deadline and there's homework to do each week because that's the only way you're going to
0: make progress. That's awesome. And huge value, um, to accountability. Um, so anyways, thank you so much for being on Dave. Um, appreciate
1: it, man. That's great. You got a great show. Um, everybody should check out our interview because you, you, you threw out some great information and you can just go on, uh, check mine out I think it's god it was just a couple of weeks ago so it's gonna be episode you, number about getting more qualified something.
0: leads so I think it's like how to get more qualified leads and um I think it's like two yeah it's like 225 or something like that it's like yeah um so if this if people are listening in the future on the roofer show um but yeah thank you so much for coming on and everyone check out uh, his podcast and join us next week for the next episode of hook better leads. And um, our URL is hookagency.com, hookagency all over social. One more time, your guys' URL, Dave.
1: It's theroofershow.com or theroofercoach.com. I've got both of those as my coaching services. So check out either of those and um, at least pick up the free download, check it out. I think it'll really get you started thinking about the process of planning.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much. And guys, see you next week.